Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. So, what is shipwork fan service? How does it function in the BL genre? It's a genre. <laughs> the bad bitch genre. That's been too much on TikTok. It's a genre. I'm proud of the TikTok Hi guys, welcome to Lovecast Voice Love Podcast. I'm your host Pixie and with me are my other hosts Alexa and Kayla. Hello. So we are doing another BL one-on-one episodes about ships this time. But first we're going to go into a little tea time. Our tea time today is basically kin Porsche. All things kin Porsche. <laughs> <laughs> So much has gone down since the last time we've done a tea time, and it's, like, all been Ken Porsche related. Mm-hmm. For real. Oh yeah, Yeah. So, first off, we have fans following the actors on their off time. Beyond Cloud had to put out an um, announcement or statement about it, telling people to not... <laughs> Respect their privacy. Yeah. 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 And the actors... <laughs> wrote stuff on twitter as well about it yeah yeah a lot of the actors spoke up about it as well just kind of reiterating the statement and being like it's Mm -hmm. safer for everyone if you respect our privacy like we want to meet you guys but not when we're off hours type thing which is like Mm -hmm. the bare minimum but you know fans (laughs) can never can never follow the bare minimum it seems Yeah, Yeah. and this isn't the first time this has happened. It's happened with actors before. We've heard statements from... Nadal with Bilkin. That was a big one. Yes. That was fairly Mm -hmm. recent. I know GMM Mm -hmm. TV artists have had issues with it in the past. that too. Yeah. I mean, I feel like a lot of people in the fandom kind of, especially like the more hardcore people, are saying that, oh, we're just having fun. It's nothing like we're not being stalkerish or (laughs) it's just fun and it's not that serious but then they go and do shit like this and it's just like are you in so deep that you cannot see how wrong this is it's stalking 
harassment. Yeah, <laughs> it's scary how often this happens. Like we've, as we said, talked about this multiple times already because it keeps becoming an issue. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't know. Will a statement even stop people from doing that? I'm not sure. I don't know. Well, I think acknowledging it is a good start because that like highlights that it's happening, that it's not just... I think like one of the reasons it's so... It happens so much in K-pop is because they haven't really put their foot down and talked about it. It's just Mm -hmm. like the Sasang fans, they bring in a lot of money often Mm -hmm. and the companies just want to like, yeah. So they haven't put their foot down on it. And now like when they put out statements like this, the fans can't go, oh, but this isn't happening anywhere. Like we're... (laughs) Are you getting this from? Yeah, yeah. No, it is happening. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. If, like, the company would be worse. it and the actors are. <laughs> mm. mm-hmm. It would be worse to ignore it because yeah. that just makes yeah. fans even angrier. Yeah. I feel like this has something to do, like, we, this, these companies need to protect their actors. And we've seen plenty Seriously. of companies not doing that. Mm-hmm. And this is, like, the beer minimum yeah. they need to do to protect they're actors so i won't like start sit here and like give them a lot of praise for doing it because i feel like this is an obvious thing it should thing. be being done yeah yes exactly. the mm-hmm. bare minimum so yeah <laughs> hopefully at the very least other companies will start taking notes and be like mm-hmm. maybe we should be doing this because yeah. obviously People like to see it happen and mm-hmm. should be seeing it happen. But mm-hmm. yeah, like it should be being done. And the fact that the fact that Beyond Cloud addressing issues as they come up, like almost every issue that's come up, they have taken them a moment to mm-hmm. address it. Like mm-hmm. the fact that that is such a novel thing for the companies that are often funding these BLs, like it should not be. <laughs> but yeah, hopefully I mean... it shows other companies like what they should be doing to some degree. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, the fact that there are so many, many people in the like Twitter comments thanking the companies for doing this is ridiculous to me. Mm -hmm. Bare minimum, guys. Bare minimum. The bar is on the floor, unfortunately. (laughs) (laughs) So at the same time, there's been a lot of backlash for Kin Porsche. I won't call them fans because obviously they are not but fans. <laughs> people are complaining that it's too mature, too toxic, blah, blah, blah. The petitions blah, blah, blah. and such that have apparently popped up. <laughs> like, dude, the 18 plus didn't tip you off? Like, like what did you expect? <laughs> it's so simple mm. to me that if you don't want to watch something or don't enjoy watching something then Mm -hmm. don't watch it (laughs) like (laughs) i I understand that there are elements being portrayed in this show that are hard to watch and hard Mm -hmm. to swallow but that is like Mm -hmm. the entire point and if you can't like separate that and like look at that with a critical lens like i understand it's Mm -hmm. hard for people to do it's not always easy but also like you don't need to take that away from other people who are you know, watching the show and taking it for Mm -hmm. what it is and understanding the complex elements of it. So, you know, I get it if it's not for you, but like, 
why are you making petitions to get the show canceled or taken off of whatever platform it's on and stuff like that? I don't, I just. I feel a lot of the people who have this opinion are the people who are probably not old enough to watch it. <laughs> yeah. And then they watch it anyways like... and were like shocked at the content. Yeah. I feel like there might be like multiple things going on at the same time mm-hmm. because. The whole, like, petition thing is just pointless, obviously. (laughs) Like, that's not going to do anything. That's not going to affect a company. So that whole, like, extreme kind of mindset of, I don't know what they're trying to do. Like, just getting rid of the show completely, that is really (laughs) out of pocket, and I don't understand it. But I think there is also just, like, in general, people who... I don't know, have criticisms of certain mm-hmm. aspects of the show. And I yeah. think that's a separate yeah. group than the oh, people absolutely. who are like going crazy. Petitioning. With the petitions. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's valid to have criticisms of the show, but going into the extremes and trying to boycott it is childish. Yeah. It's not going to yeah. do It's anything. like we always say, like, if you have time to do these things like making petitions or boycotting or camping in the the replies of tweets and stuff like that. Like you could be using that time. Like if you genuinely think there are things about the show that need to be criticized and addressed, like there Mm -hmm. are better ways to do that than just like trying to get the show Mm -hmm. pointlessly canceled or coming at people in the comments or on Twitter, if they're enjoying elements that you didn't particularly enjoy or whatever it may be like there's just better places to channel that energy and get your Mm -hmm. point across than like starting a position that no one's going to take seriously and that like (laughs) is not going to do anything in the long run (laughs) i think what i think is i like the people who are taking this chance to sort of discuss the topics that mm-hmm. are highlighted in the show because that's not necessarily a negative thing no. it gets a conversation going and, I think and that's one of the uh, points of the show is yeah to, like, mm-hmm. generate those conversations the world is not a fluff ball like <laughs> reality is reality mm-hmm. <laughs> so um we also have the fact that Oppo wasn't included in the novel cover or some other promotional material. I actually did not know this. And when oh. Kayla mentioned it, I was just like, what? This was I, a whole I thing. hadn't noticed that. Yeah. So it was specifically what? for something that the authors, what is their production house called? The oh. Damai house or something like that something that they were releasing for the novel Mm -hmm. and then like they made a note that or they released the contents that were they were putting out in like the special box set or something that was coming with the Mm -hmm. release and they they noted that like only mile bible and build were going to be included in the materials for it and so obviously people started asking questions and then Beyond Cloud came out and was like, you know, the things that they're doing through their production, their book production house are separate from the things that we're doing as Beyond Cloud. And so, you know, this was their, basically they were like, this was their scheduling thing that they set up and they chose to move forward on a day that 
Apo Apo couldn't was not available. Like he was on like a medical retreat or something. I think a med some kind of retreat or something. I think that they said, and then it like just like spiraled from there, and it was just like basically yeah. like Beyond Cloud and the book production house like going back and forth and saying different things. And like my or Apple eventually tweeted something about it and was just like, I'm fine. Like I've moved on. Like, can we like drop this basically? But it was like a whirlwind yeah. of things going down. <laughs> but Kayla, yeah, you said you looked like, into it a lot. Yeah. So the thing that I think really, well, there were two things that really justified <laughs> this for me. And it was that Oppo was liking tweets, complaining about him not being on the cover and like, why wasn't he on the cover and all this stuff? And mm-hmm. then Chinese fans, because Ken Porsche is apparently so big in the Chinese market, they were pointing out that Oppo isn't a part of a lot of the promotional materials for China. So they were pointing out all these posts on Weibo where it would be a picture of the cast and they would crop Oppo out. Like, you could tell he was there, and they would crop him out. And then, like, posters that they would put up, they would crop him out or not have him in the poster. So people, Chinese fans specifically, noted that this has been an ongoing pattern, at least in, like, their Chinese promotional material or material that's going out through the authors, is that Oppo is, like, discluded from a lot of them. Excluded. That's excluded. really... I have so many questions. I didn't hear about the him being excluded from the Chinese like promotional material. That is like that for me feels way more personal than just like okay, the book thing even yeah. though it was like obviously the authors have come off as very shady and like recent turn of events stemming from that whole Oppo situation, but like the book thing like if they really couldn't match his schedule like I could understand that to some extent, although you'd think you'd want to work around the schedule of, like, the star of the show, but, you know, that's a whole separate thing. But to purposely crop him out of promotional materials that he is already in, like, that feels very, very intentional to me and, like, personal. And I'm like, is someone on their Chinese promotional team have something against Oppo or something like that? Like, that's wild. I was very surprised. And it's, like, a genuine thing that's been going on, like... Wow. Yeah. That's, like... And he's so good-natured about it, too. Like, what... I think Yeah, what can he do, honestly? Yeah. In his tweet that he put out, he was just like, oh, next time if there's a conflict, like, just text me instead of putting it on Twitter to, like, the authors or something like that. And so, like, obviously, you know, he's trying his best to be good-natured about a situation that is very clearly, like, hurting him in some way. Mm. But, like, wow. I had no idea about the Chinese promotional materials. That's crazy to me. Why would he be the one that's being excluded? I don't know. I mean, I haven't seen anything from him that would like put Yeah. I like mean, what is the I can't imagine that he's done anything bad. Like if you know, he's he seems like such a nice person and like yeah. obviously we haven't heard about anything that he's done in the past that has been not well received or shady or anything like that. So like, I feel like it has to be like someone's personal. My first like, the thought... only thing I can think of is that he is a lot darker. That was my when you said That's the Chinese what a lot materials, of materials. That's my what a lot first of people thought assume. was like he is the clearly has the darkest skin in the cast, and so. Mm-hmm. But it's like, a, I would think that they would just like 
whitewash him or photoshop yeah, him later. Right? But, and not that that's a good thing, but like... Not, no, obviously. <laughs> that was my first thought is like, is he being cut out for aesthetic reasons, which is like very frustrating. I did to see you. a lot of people thinking that Coming that might that, be it, but... Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, like, I, we all know that China is not the best country for. Yeah, yeah, there's a They're lot of very racist. In <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. Yeah, okay, We're that's awful. so fucked up. Like, obviously, this is just speculation from right. our part. Yeah, we don't like, know what we went down. Obviously, don't know. We yeah. just know what we've put together based on the mm-hmm. stuff that has very clearly been put out there already. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean, it just yeah. sucks for him. Like, dude, that's the bottom line is that he just doesn't deserve whatever, for whatever reason this is going down. Like, he clearly does not deserve it. I mean, if they had, like, a valid reason for this happening, they would have just said so. Mm-hmm. And yeah, put yeah. this to arrest. Yeah. So obviously something is happening here that's not good. Yeah. Like something they can't say. And they're hoping not addressing it will just make it go away. Yeah. It's the GMMTV strategy. (laughs) (laughs) Right. We're just going to call it that from now on. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. So like we could spend the entire episode talking about this probably. (laughs) But we should get into what we're actually here to talk about. (laughs) So we are going to be talking about shipping, especially if you've never been a part of like the shipping culture in BL or K-pop. This will be nice for you. And even if you're a part of the shipping culture, you might actually learn something. something. Like when you're a part of a ship and a fandom, it often like puts like flaps (laughs) Mm-hmm. <laughs> on your eyes Tunnel like vision. the horse yeah. flaps <laughs> so you're just seeing like straight ahead but also, yeah like, i was saying talking to caleb earlier and saying like sometimes when you jump into a fandom that mm-hmm. operates like k-pop or bl mm-hmm. there are so many terms and traditions and yep. things that go around that even if you've been in the fandom for like however long now like i still learn about new terms and their actual meanings all the time yep. so like yep. i think it's just nice to kind of sit down and like address some of those in a way mm-hmm. that like you know sometimes like we've talked about before it's not easy to ask things if they're just like things you're expected to know or like staples mm-hmm. of the fandom type thing so it's nice to just yeah. like kind of put some info out there for people who might just have been afraid to ask or have not realized something's actual meaning all along kind of thing yeah i have that with terms in general mm-hmm. on the internet nowadays because mm-hmm. i've gotten to a place where the language we used when i was younger is not applicable anymore <laughs> so it's so freaking confusing coming online and seeing a word i'm just like what does that mean <laughs> yeah. always something new yeah, for real. So, the definition of shipping, Alexa. So, this is actually on Wikipedia. So, shipping, which is derived from the word relationship, is the desire by followers of a fandom of two or more people, either real life or fictional characters in film, literature, TV, etc., to be in a romantic and or sexual relationship. So, that is mm-hmm. the Wikipedia definition of shipping. 
which, you know, I think, unlike, what were we trying to define last time? Oh, like, we were looking up the definition for yaoi, and it was, like, very, very long-winded. I feel like this one's yeah. pretty straightforward. <laughs> this yeah. is, like, yeah. you're a fan of two people, and you want to see them together in a romantic or sexual yeah. manner. I mean, shipping has been here forever, and it's, it's, it's a part... It's part of pop culture, it's part of K-pop, it's part of fan fiction culture, and yeah, sh- shipping is everywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I think most people, I can't say most people because I don't want to assume, but yeah, if you have like any lens on television or pop culture or specific fandoms, you probably are familiar with ships and shipping and how far back it goes even into Mm-hmm. Things like the OG Star Trek, which is like often quoted as like the very beginning of like male male shipping, kind of like back in the early mm-hmm. Star Trek days and things like that. So it's been around forever, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people might not realize that they have been shipping without mm-hmm. actually knowing the term. Mm-hmm. I know, like an example, when One Direction was on and there were a lot of people shipping in that group (laughs) the larry's the louie and harry shippers (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah yeah and like if you're like a more casual tv watcher and stuff like that and you're just like watching a show and you know there are people who watch tv and like aren't involved in like the fandom of it or you know just like watch the show weekly and then move on with their lives and like that is wild for me to comprehend first of all but like you know (laughs) if you're just like casually watching a show and you're like wow these two people should be together even if Mm -hmm. it's like something that the show is clearly building up towards like Mm -hmm. if you successfully want them to be together then that is shipping like you just don't realize you probably don't realize that that is shipping that you're doing yep so some popular ship terms that we see being used is ghost ship which is this is like it's not an established ship. It's mm-hmm. it's nowhere no one's like established that this is a true ship. It's usually used if there is already like an established ship in a fiction or anything and you're sort of shipping an- another like deviating the main one yeah. of the mains with another person it's in like when that you're story from the canon. But, yeah. 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 Sunken ship is if the <laughs> this is very Thai BL related, yeah. I feel because yeah, sunken ship is pretty much an established couple from a show that have gone their own ways. They're not acting together again. An example yeah. on that is <laughs> I'm gonna make people mad. <laughs> If you um, see the ship of Sea and Saint, (laughs) yeah, there are still fandoms for Sea and Saint. That fandom still exists, but Mm -hmm. they are on a sunken ship. The ship themselves, like the actors themselves, don't operate as a pairing anymore. So, like that, Saint doesn't have a pairing anymore at all, and Sea has gone to greener pastures (laughs) and you know they're still not too shit on anyone's ships obviously but you Mm -hmm. know you're saying there's still z and saint shippers there's still parth and saint shippers too from all the way back in the love by chance days like saints shippers like they are hardcore like they They do not want to let go and you know what more power to them for that you know 
But yeah, and I think a lot of the times a sunken ship, not always, like, but often implies that there is some drama that went on mm. behind the scenes to cause the Thanks, pairing yeah. to sink. Because if your ship is sinking, that usually means, like, there's a hole that ended there's up in it somewhere. There's a reason for it. <laughs> and, you know, it usually implies that there is some kind of hole or drama mm-hmm. that came along mm-hmm. to kind of sink the ship. Yeah, because... Like, usually they don't want to split a couple that works because it's going to make them more money. And the actors are going to make more money from Mm -hmm. that ship and they know it. The more they can fill in their fandom, the better. Like, the OG ship couples are the ones that probably are getting the most out of the deal. (laughs) Yeah, for real. (laughs) So, So. yeah. yeah. I would actually also add to Sunken Sheep just so that some people can cancel us. But I would say that Bright and Wynn are a sunken ship. Not because of drama, but because they are never acting in a gay show ever again. (laughs) That's an interesting conversation, though, because there Mm. are a lot of ships that are technically still active that haven't acted together after their original series. So, like, does... Being in an active ship requires still, like, actively being in new series together. I'm trying to think. Like, Chris and Singto. I think mm-hmm. a lot of people would still consider them an active ship, but they haven't been in a series together since. Tainu is another one, you know? Like, so does being in an active ship require the idea that you're going to be in another BL series down the line? That's a good question. I feel like it really depends on how established the pairing is overall, maybe, because, I mean, Brightwind kind of just, like, did together and... Yeah. Dipped. But also, also, like, Tainu and Chris Cinto, they are still doing commercials and ads mm. together. Yeah. Fan meetings sometimes, I think. So they're still, like, promoting themselves as a yeah. ship. And I think that's where the sort of line is drawn. Yeah. I and think Bright and Wynn still do that to some degree, but they do do a lot of like solo promotion as well. Like I Bright honestly just made think... a whole thing of going to Wynn's graduation and like yeah. doing that whole yeah. like supporting your partner yeah. at their graduation thing. Yeah. But I honestly think they're going to be too busy to yeah. promote that. They're going to have mean, yeah, way they... bigger things that they won't earn money from promoting their ship. So that's why I think they're just going to... It's interesting, though, because Brightwind fans are such a huge and established fan base. It's, like, yeah, yeah. weird that they haven't, like, GMMTV haven't capitalized on that more than they mm. did. But I don't know. You never know how those companies' brains work. <laughs> nope. Canonship, that's... Uh, canon is always, like, the established ship in a story. It's what the author wanted, and thus it's canon. It's the canon. It's the thing that's actually happening. And mm. headcanon. are usually what stem off from that. <laughs> oh, we're, yeah, into, we're into fan fiction terms now. <laughs> headcanon <laughs> is your established ship in your head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like... I know what's in reality, but this is what I actually think it should be. (laughs) It's kind of the soft Delulu world. (laughs) Soft Delulu. (laughs) What is a jelly ship? A jelly ship? Mm. Yeah, I've heard Heather use it. What's a jelly Jelly ship? Jelly ship is not in the news fandom ship name. 
from oh it is so okay it's a ghost ship so jelly ship is not no they They made a fandom for a ghost ship they call themselves Jelly Ship, and oh they God, play they into do. it a lot, too. <laughs> Not in the new. They use the term Jelly Ship, I'm pretty sure. So, mm. yeah, that's where that comes from. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. What? Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you learned something new. <laughs> you learned something. We are learning a lot today. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Always ask dumb it's questions. Shame. <laughs> it's a shame Heather isn't here today, because if you she had heard you mention Jelly Ship, she would have been typing yeah. away in the comments, <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> explaining the hell out of it for you. <laughs> oh, my God. Do we have any other, like, terms that are especially used for shipping i was trying to think of when i was making the runchy and like those were the only ones that were coming to my head and i was like i know i'm probably forgetting some terms but i just like mm-hmm. could not think of any yeah yeah i can't think of anyone we'll mention more later if we can if think anything, of anything pops up and yeah. if we don't mention one that you guys think of drop it in the comments because we yes. also like to learn things <laughs> yes so, what is chip work fan service? How does it function in the BL genre? It's a genre. <laughs> the bad bitch genre. That's been too much on TikTok. It's a genre. I'm proud of the TikTok lingo. <laughs> I'm too old for this. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you know, I think ship work and fan service are kind of like not exactly the same thing, but like mm-hmm. ship work is basically what makes fan service happen, if that makes sense. So mm-hmm. like it's basically all the things that the actors do within their established pairing to make them work and make them come off as a pairing to fans. So mm-hmm. you know, they call it ship work because being in a pairing is a job for BL actors. So, you know, making the ship viable and believable is quite literally part of their job. And honestly, it's kind of like, how does it function in the BL genre? Shipping and fan service is basically like the driving factor of the BL genre. Like, I don't think that BL... Well, I don't want to say that because I think there is merit in the stories themselves and having the representation and the stories that can be told within BL. But I think, you know, the shipping and the ship work and the fan service is one of the big things that kind of separates BL from other LGBTQ or queer media. It's very, like, unique to the BL industry, specifically the Thai BL industry, but it's kind of like bleeding into others as well. But, you know, I think it is like fan service and ship work are like one of the main factors that make BL the genre that it is. And it's the main thing people are using as excuses if they are mad at these actors for ruining their fantasy because it's <laughs> supposed to be their job when they're doing, especially mm-hmm. if they're doing a show to only be together and doing fan service together so if there's an outsider girlfriend boyfriend just boy or girl friend that can be like interpreted (laughs) yeah just a friend (laughs) there's a lot of drama because of that and obviously that's not okay like what we're saying here is that you need to realize if your shipping is okay shipping Mm -hmm. is okay but you need to realize that this is work 
this is not real. When we talk about shipping, we're not talking about a real thing. We're talking about just something that we use to engage in the fandom. Mm, yeah. To okay. have some fun and put like words to our feelings and just mm. joke around or like stuff like that. It's not serious. Yeah. Well said. Thank you. so what are some ways that a bl pairing sell their ships beyond just acting in series together yeah obviously we have the like the biggest one is the fan meets Mm -hmm. like that's at least like the biggest hype and it's very weird to me (laughs) when i entered this like live action bl fandom and saw that these actors were having fan meets i'm just like Mm -hmm. "Mm, i just got used to like the k-pop actors and their fan meet thing and now you're throwing this at me like (laughs) what is this they're like making out on stage and it's like you know like the korean actors at their fan meets they'll like sing a little song and interact with their fans and then you come to bl fan Fanmates and they're like and making they're out on the stage, making and out, yeah. <laughs> playing the, the pocky game to the point that they're literally kissing each other, and you're like, "This is yeah. a whole new world." <laughs> I was shook, like yeah. especially you know- because my introduction to live action BL was Tharn type, <laughs> and <laughs> if anyone knew how to do fan service, it was Mew and Golf. Yeah, like they were the kings of fan service and they were fucking believable Mm -hmm. very much so (laughs) i think another aspect of the fan meets that is very unique to bl pairings and bl shipping is that so often the fan meets and fan engagements that we get are sponsored by products that the ship is promoting so the number of like fan meets that i see or fan lives and engagements that i see pop up for ships that are like sponsored by a lip balm or some type of tea or some type of makeup there's a product. lot of makeup yeah a lot of makeup products are promoted by bl actors and they tie mm-hmm. like fan meets and fan engagements to that which kind of ties it all back into being work because obviously you know, promoting the brand as payment for the actors. And at the same time, they get to sell the ship in that way through these doing these fan meetings that are for their sponsored brand. So it all kind of comes full circle. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I think the ship work even goes into like the smaller things too. Like even we've kind of touched on that before, even something as much as like Instagram posts that Mm -hmm. they post with their actor with like, a certain kind of caption or even if it seems like the most random caption in the world like I don't think we think about how often that they probably run that by their manager they're probably told to put certain phrases or use you know a lot of couples have specific colored emojis that indicate their ship or their fandom and like Mm -hmm. all of that stuff is like you know I don't want to say all of it because I'm sure to an extent there are some aspects of it that are genuine and real and Mm -hmm. You know, the person just wanted to post about someone that they genuinely care about on Instagram. But, you know, there are certain times that you can tell, like, when a post comes out that you're like, this is definitely more like an element of fan service. (laughs) (laughs) The TikTok challenges and, like, that kind of Mm -hmm. stuff is especially very fan service-y. Yeah. 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 Lately, it's sort of seems like they've discovered how effective tiktok can be because it's there's been more and more 
ships on everyone everyone is popping up on tiktok yeah (laughs) Mm -hmm. do it whether it's like dance challenges or like trending sounds or just like Mm -hmm. you know the one actors yeah (laughs) oh the putting on makeup yeah that one came Mm -hmm. yeah so just like all that kind of stuff and like you know, I can't lie. Like, I eat it up sometimes, too. And, like, I think that's totally valid. Like, yeah. it's fun to watch and it's I mean, fun it's to enjoy. it's entertainment. Mm-hmm. Like, that's yeah. what it is. Fan service is entertainment. And it's fun to sort of lose yourself in the fantasy of it all. Mm-hmm. Which we do when we watch TV shows and when we exactly. read books and all of that. It's natural. It's just at the end of the day, it's not real. And it's very curated. And it's mm-hmm. very capitalistic. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Most things in this world yes. are at this point. Mm-hmm. Yes. The good and the bad on shipwork. Obviously, like we've sort of mentioned the good parts. Like it's fun, it's entertainment and all that. The bad part is that sometimes this fan service doesn't, might not be completely consensual or mm. that the actors aren't comfortable with it but they have to because mm-hmm. it's their job and this is not just a normal nine-to-five job like this is actual being emotionally open to another human being and like yeah like kissing and being intimate skin touch like some people can be very uncomfortable with doing Mm -hmm. stuff like that so obviously when we're forcing this on the actors like they won't earn money if they aren't as physical fan servicey Mm -hmm. this is a bad thing yeah yeah kind of in that vein i think something that can be hard to reconcile is like having to experience your relationship whether you know whatever your relationship may be with that actor whether you're just good friends whether you're just co-workers best friends brothers whatever you consider yourself like having to live that entire relationship which is a real relationship to some degree beyond the point of you know being a BL couple like they obviously have a real connection to each other in whatever form that may be no matter how deep it is but I think having to live that entire relationship on this in a spotlight and have like certain expectations about how you should approach what very well may just be a very like genuine and close friendship for you but feeling like you have to approach it from a certain perspective in order to play into the ship and play up the dynamic between you two and stuff like that and you know when things happen and you know friends get in fights or have a falling out or the most smallest of things like someone has an off day like we saw recently with Omen Nanan like that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. just like doesn't get to just happen you know like your entire relationship or friendship with someone is lived in a spotlight and lived Mm -hmm. from the expectation of there being romantic connotations to everything Mm -hmm. which i think Mm -hmm. can be difficult for an actor's perspective yeah i mean there's Mm -hmm. a lot of like celebrities or influencers and stuff who have a, a public relationship like the public knows about the relationship and that way they will be like micromanaged <laughs> like people will look at it with a microscope and comment on every single part of it and it becomes a spectacle kind of like you're seeing with Johnny Depp and Amber Heard right now mm-hmm. the whole trial is a 
spectacle because everyone is so invested in what happened in that relationship. But if this was a relationship between two people we didn't know, then it wouldn't matter. Like people wouldn't care, but because right. they're celebrities, mm -hmm. and like. How difficult must it be for people having actual relationships? But then you have these actors who are acting out a relationship. They're not like they need to be off at one point. Like this is an act like they need privacy to not have to act all the time. Yeah. And especially when you have people following them around when they're not on their schedule they and they have to tweet out messages and do TikToks and like you're on 24/7 yeah for work you're working 24/7 that has to be yeah, such a mental yes yeah yeah, yeah it's a lot of pressure mm -hmm. and the pressure comes from like both fans expecting them to be on 24-7 and probably the company who is like, yeah. keep doing more all the time. Mm -hmm. Has to be tiring. Yeah. Yeah. I can imagine. But like, also this is a little difficult because we see that there are couples that, that were chips that do kind of enjoy the dynamic they have. Like, they see it as like, they're friends. They're really close friends and mm -hmm. they've just develop this dynamic that they're comfortable with and it really shows through their like interactions that they are hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank linkedin helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role in a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. 
Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Are really doing this because they want to, not because they have to. Yeah. And there are a couple of those examples. The first one for me is Max Toll. Yeah. It's very obvious. And they've been very vocal about them being really good friends. And this is just comfortable for them. And mm-hmm. it's fine. And they, you can see it in their interactions that they're just, they're just being themselves. They're not feeling over. Feeling well, they probably pressure. are feeling a little pressure, like with Max and uh, Mook. The whole thing that happened with those two probably put a lot of pressure on them. But at the same time, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, for real. Definitely Mm -hmm. in terms of, like, actors who have a genuine friendship and openness about that friendship, I think that they would probably be the number one example that Mm -hmm. a lot of people would probably think of first. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But then again, it's not fair to, like, compare ships and actors mm-hmm. and trying yeah. to put expectations to yeah, people true. couples true this is like kind of it's a little bit later in the notes but one of our listeners mm-hmm. like brought this up in our instagram dms at one point how like certain pairings have certain expectations from what the ship like as to what the ship will entail like mm-hmm. because max will have always been very open and comfortable with doing a lot of stuff both in their characters and Mm -hmm. in their fan service outside of their ships and stuff like that. I do think it puts a certain expectation into what a lot of their interactions will be like. And like, that's not necessarily a bad thing, but the Mm -hmm. the listener pointed out that not every ship has the same expectation. Like Mm -hmm. I think one of their examples was like, whereas like Maxwell has like, this reputation as, like, a very, like, spicy, flirty mm-hmm. kind of couple. Like, there are ships then, like, with Earth Mix, where they're very just, like, down-to-earth, like, almost like an old married couple. There's not a lot of expectation for yeah. as much, like, spicy, Skinship like, interactions. And, yeah. yeah. So it's, like, mm-hmm. different ships have different expectations of what their ship work looks like. And mm-hmm. I think partially that comes from, like, the characters that they play. Like, Maxwell started off in a very and a a show with a lot of physically intimate scenes between their characters. And so I think Mm -hmm. that carried over into their interactions as a ship outside of the show. But yeah, yeah, I think it's really interesting to talk about the different expectations that come with what your ship may be and what fans expect to see from your interactions and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The only thing I feel here is that as a fan, you shouldn't push your expectations on mm. these actors or anything. Like, if they are willing to give you something, then enjoy it. If not, don't push your own expectations on these people. Yeah. You don't know them. And, like, they are entitled to their privacy. And, uh, yeah. It's yeah. important to keep the line. Like, mm-hmm. be in your fantasy, but don't bring that actors into your fantasy if you know what i mean like the actors actors (laughs) yeah and i think that's what's hard about bl because like we've talked about so many times before like 
the fantasy is what they're selling. Like the companies mm-hmm. want you to have trouble blurring that line because you know, that in the long run makes them more money. But so I think, you know, that's when the responsibility comes back on us as fans to kind of have that level of respect and understanding for the work that they're doing as actors and as BL pairing and kind of, even if, you know, the company wants to push a certain line, like still hold that base level of respect for the people that you consider yourself a fan of and respect their privacy in certain, certain situations and, you know, just keep your expectations Mm -hmm. to a realistic degree, even if everything's being thrown at you from every which way that makes it seem like it might be otherwise, if that makes sense. Yeah, true. So how does the ship work look like in different countries? Because obviously a lot of what we're talking about here is Thailand, because it's the one Mm -hmm. with the strongest ship culture in BL. Yeah, I think a lot of places don't have, I mean, I think definitely in recent years, it's been starting to bleed more over into other countries in the way they promote their BLs. But thinking about places like Korea and Taiwan, places that have also been like making BL for a couple years, mm-hmm. I feel like you don't see the expectation as often for the ship work to continue outside of the scope of the show. So, you know, you will see posts here and there. Like, you know, we always get excited when the actors from History 3 Trapped are hanging out or they comment on each other's Instagram posts and stuff like that. But Mm -hmm. I don't think there's the same level of expectation for them to, you know, be promoting products together after the show, doing fan meetings and, Mm. you know, being together all the time and... I think, you know, it depends on the show and the level of popularity, but there's, I think, a different level of what we expect to see from pairings outside of Thailand. Yeah. I think the country that has the most similar, like, design for shipping and stuff is Taiwan, because, like, it's not to the same height, Mm -hmm. but they still, like, we had all this drama with the We Best Love um, crew over uh, his, uh, Sam's girlfriend, and people saying that she was ruining their fantasies, BL fantasies and whatever, so I do feel like, at least there, there's, like, the same vibe. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) But obviously it's not, like, as capitalistic as in Thailand. And I do think, like, South Korea has been copying K-pop culture a little bit with the BL. They are new to the market, but there have been fan meets in mm-hmm. South Korea. They did a fan meet for... Cherry Blossoms After Winter had one not too long ago. I yes. To My Star. Yeah, they've one. done them. Mm-hmm. So there are stuff like that. that Japan, I don't think they do that yeah, at all I, was, I haven't really i mean no idea in the the couples from japanese shows that i follow or the pairings that i'm familiar with i can't really mm-hmm. like think of any instances of them really like doing heavy ship work outside of the scope yeah, of the no. show and you know Don't like think. obviously when they're promoting the show they're together and they're posting each other and stuff like that but i i don't think that they do fan service in the same way that bc and from some of the other countries i think because i think japan is very 
very homophobic. So I don't think that even if there's money in it, they wouldn't do it because mm. it would insinuate that these actors are gay and not just a job. So I think because of the culture there, it's not happening. Like the actors can do really graphic scenes. Like we've seen some BLs in Japan that are very hardcore. <laughs> but I, <laughs> I but like I, the scope of the program or the show. Yeah, I mean, the actors can still say this was a job. This is a mm -hmm. job. This is nothing else. It was just acting. But when you start doing the fan service and stuff like that, it there's a gray line and I don't think they're willing to get to that point in Japan. Yeah. And I do think that there's mm -hmm. still a similar mindset in South Korea. Although, like you said, I think it has been changing because they do yeah. kind of pull from K-pop and the, the types of fan meets and mm -hmm. fan service that's already established within their entertainment yeah. industries there. Yeah. But I do think there is a similar narrative. Whereas mm -hmm. I think in Thailand, although there are still a lot of issues with LGBTQ rights and mm -hmm. homophobia within the country, I think they as a country have fully embraced everything that BL has to offer. So there is, even though they might not be accepting of queer people in real life, mm -hmm. they are accepting of BL almost as like a... I think they Form look at it like income, a spectacle. Basically. Yeah, yeah, it's like a spectacle. Mm -hmm. And so they are open to the ships existing outside of the scope mm -hmm. of their show and doing fan service on all of this because it has kind of established itself as a thing in Thailand, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Whereas in mm -hmm. other countries, I think it's still more on the up and up and considered more niche, even though it is still niche in Thailand. It's less niche in Thailand, I think, than it might be considered in some of the other countries that are producing BL now. Yeah, yeah. And, like, the Philippines, like, I don't think they've actually managed to <laughs> grasp the BL market. They tried. They tried. Really they hard. Really <laughs> and now there's just, like, a few remaining. Like, obviously, the Game Boys franchise is still up and going and rubbing yeah. hard as ever. But, you know, I think for a lot of people, you know, and a lot of actors who are doing BL and pairings, it just kind of like fell off after mm -hmm. some point in 2021. And I don't yeah. know if the novelty of it wore off and it got harder for production companies to get funding and mm -hmm. things I, like that. But I just think that they saw that BL is going to cost them production wise much more than they wanted to put into it. So they're not willing to do it. They thought it was easy money. Yeah. And I think for a while it was. Yeah. Especially in 2020. Probably. But, you know, yeah. I think as the world tried to go back to normal and they realized mm -hmm. it would take more effort to promote the shows and grasp people with them since not yeah. everyone wasn't just it's at a home very anymore. saturated market right now mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. like if you're gonna get noticed you need to put some yeah. real money into it or you need to have been like one of the first who came out with it in the yeah. philippines like game boys like they mm -hmm. got to where they got without a lot of money into marketing and mm -hmm. the same with gaia sapolikola that mm -hmm. too got like promoted like like paolo said with the gay crowd <laughs> online <Yeah. laughs> who thought it was like a gay porno <laughs> yeah 
Yeah, so I, I just think they are not willing to use the money for it, and that's why we're not going to see anything mm. popping up either. They're not willing to put the risk to it. Yeah, it reminds me of when we talked to Kang Wu and he was mentioning how it's been harder for companies to get funding because mm -hmm. of the political fate of Situations. South Korea. Mm -hmm. Same thing's mm -hmm. happening yeah. with the Philippines now. Yeah, so. that's yeah. true. That's true. It's Yeah. It's interesting, or it's going to be interesting to see how that plays into BLs being produced or not being produced. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it just feels, it feels like the world is moving backwards, honestly, with all yeah. these presidents and whatnot. Oof. Yeah, we're, we're not going to get political. <laughs> Gotta keep it light. <laughs> yes. Escape all of that right now. <laughs> so, yes, some, talking about some iconic ships, we can't do this without mentioning some of the largest ships out there. Obviously, GMMTV is huge in the Thai BL. Yeah, they BLs and ships. They are literally pumping <laughs> out BLs. <laughs> it's how many shows did they go from? Like having just one or two a year to like. Now it's like there's almost always a BL airing. Like as yeah. soon as one ends, they have another one like mm -hmm. set to take its place. And mm -hmm. you know we used to get like you said like one, two, maybe three a year if we were lucky. And now it's barely just, like, subtitled. Yeah, waiting <laughs> at least a week for like the fan subs to pop up mm -hmm. on it. So now like even even if they're not in a show that's coming out yet, they have so many pairings that they're still promoting and you know stuff going on behind the scenes and i feel like gmm tv is just like this whole big jumble of bl boys that are like mm -hmm. intertwined with each other mm -hmm. in some way or another yeah and the og gmm tv ships are Pillars. chris Singto, afghan tenu afghan is the only active like active in show mm -hmm. <laughs> couple <Yeah. laughs> or ship <laughs> With um, help me, not me, not me, not me. Yeah, yeah, not me. But the other two are still doing, like we said earlier, they're still doing ads together and fan Tainu meets. has and... a fan meet coming up in mm. the near future. That I hate. You know, Tainu. I don't hate Tay. <laughs> <laughs> you don't hate Tay. I love him. I'm sorry. I'm being controversial now. No, I feel like you I know, do not hate Tay. I'm just saying Tay is cute. I feel like we've talked about. I don't know. I, I feel like we've talked about our feelings about it's, the Tay. Yeah, it's been before, a while but, since I've yeah. uh, said my dislike with you had to throw it out there <laughs> just, just it just like came out i couldn't control it it was just like i heard the name and just oh. <laughs> i mean new yeah new is a different story yeah hey it's sunshine and you know it's just yes if you want to know our thoughts on that we have done episodes about it before so go listen through our entire <laughs> podcast episodes and figure it, it out <laughs> we won't tell you which one. you have to listen to all of them <laughs> i have no clue which one it would be <laughs> i have been very vocal so i will refrain from <laughs> word vomiting again <laughs> yeah yes <laughs> yeah and then there's also like 
those are like the OGs and mm-hmm. all of them are still somewhat active. Yeah. But then there was also like, there's always like a lot of speculation when it comes to GMMTV shows and ships about who's going to be the new pillars of GMMTV. And I feel yeah. like Omnanon and Earthmix are probably the two biggest ones that people will bring up. Also, like, we kind of mentioned Brightwood earlier. I think at mm-hmm. one point they definitely yeah. were considered to be, like, the biggest ship in GMMTV. Mm-hmm. But I feel like especially this year with Bad Buddy, like, Omnanon has kind of just, like, yeah. knocked everyone but out of the water. Do you think they're going <laughs> to give them another show together? Omnanon? Yeah. I can see Dude, it. Like, I felt, this felt like a one-time deal. I think a lot of people would not be surprised because I think Ohm has mentioned in the past that after doing Bad Buddy, he kind of wants to step away because he's been in a ton of BLs and paired with yeah. a bunch of different people. And so I think he had mentioned in interviews that he had expressed, you know, wanting to step away from BL for a while mm-hmm. until he learned that Bad Buddy was going to be with Nanan and he didn't want to you know, miss out on that opportunity to act with Nanan. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if we didn't see anything for a while, but, like, I can kind of see them maybe doing, like, an off-gun situation where, like, Mm -hmm. they kind of do their own thing for a few years and then they just, like, have their theory of love moment where they pop up with, like, a new series, like, coming out of nowhere. But I don't know. I think they'll be an active ship for a long time. Whether they are Mm -hmm. acting in new series together or not, I'm not sure. Yeah. I do agree that Earthmix will probably be like the GMTV's main focus for BLs, just by how much they've been putting them into shows lately. <laughs> like, I was so got... surprised that they got two shows after A Thousand Stars. Yeah, because Cupid's yeah. Last Wish is right now, and then we have mm-hmm. Moonlight Chicken, which is. <laughs> I'm <laughs> coming sometime this year. Moonlight chicken. <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah, I mean, I always look forward to, I I have to say, when GMMTV does their big year end, like, or early year, like, reveal of, like, all their shows and stuff, it's always an enjoyable and a spectacle to see, like, what BLs are going to announce and who's going to be acting with who and what and what new mm-hmm. ships you're going to get. And are we going to see any old ships, you know, reunite for a new series? Like they do a good job of making it a spectacle when they like announce their new shows and stuff. So I can't lie and say I'm not curious to see like what they have mm-hmm. in store for 2023. Even though they've got so many BL boys now that... Yeah. That's what I'm yeah. saying. They're just like mixing and matching people together. Like, you know, we've gotten like... <laughs> Pot. They like, recently that, that... took on Perth too, didn't they? Perth from Love by Chance. Yeah. Yeah. And like they signed June recently and they threw him into a BL ship right away. Right with away. Them. Yeah. Star in my mind, I think, is the one that he was in. The other one's like Sky in mm-hmm. My Heart, I think, or something like that. But yeah, so and then they have like the whole like square of like pod. Gawain, Kowtung, and First <laughs> that are just, like, all a little, like, BL square. Them having all, like, acted with each other. So yeah. they just like to mix and match people, honestly. <laughs> yeah. I'm kind of sad because a lot of their actors do have a lot of potential, but they're not putting them in shows. Yeah. Like Fiat yeah. and... I can't remember his name! Why... <laughs> you know who I'm talking about. I love him, and I can't remember his name. What is going on? 
I don't know. <laughs> Dancing. Dancing. Oh, top tap talk. Top tap. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> God, it was so there are so many BL boys. I, my head is exploding. I should know that name. Everyone cancel Pixie for forgetting who Top Tap was. <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen him enough. Like yeah. give me more Top Tap. Yeah. We need it. The world God needs more Top Tap. That is very true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know mm. a lot of people want Chimon. Is that his name? A lot of people mm, yeah. want him in a BL. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Him, Omen, and Anon are like a little friendship trio. And I think a lot of people yeah. want to see him act with either of them. Wouldn't it be interesting with like a pol- what do you call it? polyamorous relationship <laughs> BL with <laughs> Chimon, Nanon, and Omen? Oh my god. The people would go crazy for something like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god okay yeah so next um on the list is max tool they are huge they have like a really mm, steadfast fandom that really love them they tried to become the cactus yeah we were gonna be <laughs> cacti for a while after manner of death and then and then the sunken ship came and ruined everything <laughs> So we are still <laughs> nameless after like six years. We just do, we're just max tool stands. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. fine. Um, Mew Golf obviously is huge. Tharn type was one of the things that, one of the shows that got a lot of people into mm-hmm. BL. Mm-hmm. So obviously they are online and they were really good at fan service to the point that people still believe that like they're oh. a couple. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Alekoi from Game Boys. I feel like they are like I was trying to think of ships from other countries and they are like mm-hmm. from the Philippines, like the main the BL mm-hmm. ship. Like <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't yeah. think there's any others that are really still like active or interactive or friends mm-hmm. in the way that they are, so yeah. 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 And Bilkin and PP. Yeah. Yeah. I was just like thinking off the top of my head, like when I think of BL ships like who do I think of and those were the ones that came up and like Mm -hmm. you know I was trying to think of ships from like Taiwan or South Korea that like really have that same type of hold and I just don't think Mm -hmm. there really are any yet but we'll see we'll see what happens in the coming years I don't know what may change but yeah I mean a lot of them are from Thailand because that is the biggest one when it comes to shipping and fan service yeah I do feel recently they've been like experimenting with like changing ships around mm-hmm. a lot. I think they've seen how problematic it can be to just have one ship partner and they've been trying to step away from it. But yeah. yeah. Max Nat is also starting to become and see and Nanu. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are yes. really popular yeah. right now. And I'm sure See, I've seen a lot of people have, like, mixed, not mixed feelings about Mile and Oppo as a ship, but, like, mm. I guess a lot of people don't think that, not a lot of people, but I've seen people say that they don't know if they'll, like, last beyond Kim Porsche, just because mm-hmm. the nature of Kim Porsche, like, 
you know, what would they do after being in something like Kin Porsche kind of thing? Like, is there really anything? Yeah, you, you're sort of cast typed, uh, typed into the mafia. <laughs> when you started out with Kin Porsche, like, where do you go from there? Like, you're not going to yeah, go back to doing true. university BLs. Like, yeah. But hey, maybe they will start the market for more shows like Kim Porsche that they can shows. be cast in. <laughs> Yeah, I would honestly more like to see them in the whole the, the BDSM BL than the BDSM BL. <laughs> you don't want to see Yoon in a BDSM BL? Or I don't want to see Yoon, Yoon in anything. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Even when he's the main couple, he feels like the third wheel. <laughs> Oh my god. I'm sorry you you look really, really nice in the vlogs I've seen, but You look really nice in Perth's vlogs that we've seen. Mm-hmm. Like... Yeah, he looks like a genuinely super nice person. I would love to hang out with him. Just don't, don't want to see him, to him, see him on my TV screen <laughs> in a BDSM. <laughs> because it doesn't fit him at all no, like the image with no. the big tattoo on his back doesn't <laughs> look natural no, like no one doesn't <sighs> oh yeah it's like it looks like someone trying to act hard like <laughs> yeah <laughs> it looks like a child trying to be a badass yeah <laughs> it's funny that's so funny oh my god well, we haven't seen it yet, so you never know, but we've seen him in other stuff so far. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> A little bit off the off the <laughs> off the ship here, but <laughs> we're off board. Did I say that? Off board. Yeah, I think if someone falls off board, ship, isn't it off board? Term. Yeah, that's like a sail. Yeah. Like a, <laughs> literal, like a literal ship, like boat ship term. Yeah, yeah, off board. yeah. That's, that's an on board, off board. Those are terms that people use <laughs> in relation to ships in real life. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so what makes a ship work? Makes them reach iconic and legendary status. Mostly, I think a lot of it is luck. <laughs> luck, mm-hmm. same. Chemistry and luck. Yeah, and how much your company is willing to put behind you. And yeah. I mean, a lot of companies don't have the means to put a lot into promoting a ship. So, like that is, I think, a reason that GMMTV has mm-hmm. always had a lot of big ships is because they are a big company with a lot of mm-hmm. money and can do a lot of promotion that smaller companies can't necessarily do. So, yeah being money also plays into it a lot as well like you know Mm -hmm. that kind of thing but i do think like there are ships that gmm tv tried that fell flat on its ass i'm still bitter about um gawain and pod i love that ship and after dark blue kiss gmm tv just yeeted them forever yeah i agree that was like what were they thinking Oh, I know yours that you hate is Earth and White. <laughs> oh my god, that that was so painful. Ew. But at the same time, I think that White doesn't fit with anyone. Like I, what about sorta Captain? was okay in Lovesick, okay. but still, I just White is too straight. 
to be in a meal. <laughs> I get that. I that's the same thing I was thinking. Yeah. <laughs> but I do love Earth and makes together. So yeah, yeah. Mm. I mean, and I think what obviously- makes Earth Earth makes so good because they're not super touchy. I mean, I think it is just like that natural, like chemistry. Yeah, they just and like fit they do together. Give, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They do give off, like I said earlier, like an old married couple vibe, but like in a very yeah. charming way that makes people yeah. like fall for them in the way they interact, in the way they bicker and stuff like that. Do you think like a height difference has something to say about like successful, like physical ships? appearance? Mm-hmm. I think oh, physical absolutely. appearance has a together. Lot to do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, some chips do look more aesthetically pleasing together than mm-hmm. others, and I, you know, I mean, it all comes down to preference, but yeah, I think things like the height difference and the big person and the small person dynamic mm-hmm. are always Built. popular. Yeah. Like, Ohm Fluke is a big one that fits into that. Like, Fluke is so tiny. He's so tiny. <laughs> and I feel like, you know, they're one of the big examples of a ship that has, like, that kind of aesthetic difference that is really popular so that stuff definitely plays into it i think Mm -hmm. yeah but yeah luck chemistry money those are the big three of how how the big three on how to get a popular pairing yeah Uh, ironically enough it doesn't seem like the series being that good factors yeah, has anything to do with it, it. it's like what we were just talking about the tuxedo like no offense to chapin green but like people love chapin green like yeah people I have taken them. to that ship they are so very charming much. like we talked to them but, we have an episode with them yeah, Go check it out they are but... lovely people but they are the tuxedo is a yeah, show but, yeah and uh, yeah it is <laughs> <laughs> yeah it is all you can say. Yeah. so yeah I, I mean you know just an example of you know a, a couple where the show wasn't necessarily everyone's favorite thing but the ship mm-hmm. itself has really stuck in people's minds yeah that's true that's true yeah right? did I- they do their why destiny episode together did they do were they in Y Destiny together? Or was just Chap and Y Destiny no it was Chap and, and the guy from uh, My Sky Okay. You're my sky. Okay. Okay. The, the, oh, uh, Tay. Yes. Tay. Okay. Yeah, Tay. Sorry. I, cu- I didn't think they were. I cannot do together, names but... today. I'm just, yeah. I'm sorry, everyone. <laughs> I usually, I remember names. I, this is not my name. Like, it's not a name day for me. Like, everything is going to hell. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I forgot Top Tap. Okay, on the other hand, why do some ship fail crash relatively quickly? Like, one thing can be drama between the actors. Another thing is just chemistry isn't working. And also, one if one is very... Or they have ambition and they mm. want to get higher up, they will sacrifice the ship if they get a better offer. Yeah. Yeah. I think there are some people who, like, it is rare, but people who don't necessarily see, like, doing BL as a long-term investment, like, they just want to do their one show and be done with it, yeah, whereas, you know, a lot of people, I think, know now that if you're going into BL, like, there's a lot more that comes from it than just the expectation that you're going to be in a show together, it goes much 
farther beyond that but Mm -hmm. there are people that kind of just want to do their show and then go elsewhere with their careers and so i think yeah like the the guy in two moon two moons got yeah got how you say his name got yeah yeah him and like yeah. he's you know he's, he's ho- very popular. he was homophobic as all yeah. hell and he's yeah. very popular in the straight his... world of lackhorn yeah and him and his real life girlfriend are like kind of like a what's the word influencer couple type thing mm-hmm. they're like very popular as a couple which is... funny how that worked out <laughs> you yeeted from bl and got popular with your irl girlfriend i mean hey good for him good for him i guess Pixie's like, no. <laughs> I mean, I just like knowing he has a girlfriend and she has to kiss him. Pixie. It just, it. I don't even know how to respond to that. No, but I keep thinking about fish face when I see him because he looks like a fish when he's acting. So then, then I start thinking about kissing a fish and it's just like my mind is a marvel i'm that's just how it went okay oh my god oh that was funny very insightful i do not recommend anyone to enter my mind it's it's a weird place oh my god Okay, so we've talked a lot about our favorite ships, so most people would know, but just as like a roundup, what's your favorite ship? (laughs) Yeah, Alexa doesn't (laughs) say anything. (laughs) You know, is it Chance Maxwell? (laughs) I don't don't know. I don't know where you got that from. (laughs) Whatever, indicate that. Um, but yeah, Max and Tool are my favorites. And then I also very, very love, really love Omen Fluke and Cowan Up would be some other favorites of mine. But mm-hmm. everyone knows Max Tool and me are like this. We're besties. So. <laughs> yeah, you've been pretty clear about that since like the first episode. <laughs> so one. We yeah. It has yeah. not changed the past year and a half. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're consistent. So, Omfluke are my babies. I love them. But recently, I've gotten really into Z and Nunu, and it's bad. It's bad. (laughs) The the Delulu is getting you with those two. (laughs) Yeah, it is. And it happened so suddenly, too. I'm not sure how, but I Mm -hmm. am into them. I like their pairing. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I mean... I have a really hard time with this, and I say that every time because, dude, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I do not know. I am not a shipper, per se. Like, I do have, like, fanfiction shipping stuff that are, like, outside of BL. But in BL, I don't really, I wouldn't say care, but it just doesn't matter that much unless, Mm -hmm. like, as long as they're doing a good show, I'm happy. <laughs> yeah. But you have, if like, I your should individual say people, I feel like that. Yeah, really I like... do. I have like in- individual actors that I like. But if I have to say anyone, it would probably be Bound Prem mm-hmm. because I've like it's the only one where I actually bothered 
checking out the fandom name and stuff, which is Broccoli, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> and is. I find that hilarious. <laughs> yeah. So that's probably like, but I do love C. I do love C. He's in the back there. Yeah, we know. There. There. Why is he on the ground? He's wow. on the ground because <laughs> the light hit shelf. him so weirdly. <laughs> and you could, like, it was weird. So I had to put him on the ground, but I'm going to fix him. Because <laughs> he's like, I can fix him. <laughs> I will do it better next time. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Oh my god, I need to talk to Bam Bam or something and get her to send me, like, a big one. (laughs) (laughs) Better yet, just have her send you the real thing, you know? If anyone ever wants to give me a gift, send me a big cutout of Z, and I will be the happiest person on earth. (laughs) One of those, like, big... Someone has to, like, go to one of the, like, shops in Thailand that has them and just, like, steal it for you. And like the big standees that have like the the back support and everything, and then yes. just ship it to Norway. And... Yeah, it's gonna be difficult to ship, but at the same <laughs> time, figure it out. <laughs> figure it out. <laughs> so, how do you feel about shipping, ship work, fan service? We've talked about this a lot. Yeah, yeah. I mean. I- like we kind of said before, I think it's all in good fun. Obviously, I mm-hmm. do my own fair share of playing into ships and enjoying ships mm-hmm. and shipping ships in a reasonable degree. But I think it's all about, you know, kind of keeping that line and keeping your head above the Delulu waters to a reasonable mm-hmm. level and kind of just like that base level of respect and understanding is, you know, that's what makes me able to like engage in ships without. Mm-hmm going too far because I know me in the past probably would be getting way too far into some of these ships but you know I think it's just understanding and recognizing how the industry works and kind of you know keeping a level head about things while still being able Mm -hmm. to enjoy it Mm -hmm. but I'm all for it man it makes it fun yeah Yeah, I agree I do think some people need to stop looking at the these actors like they're objects that they can Mm -hmm. control however they like but I also think that it's fine as long as like the companies are protecting the actors and yeah. doing what they need to do, the bar is on the freaking floor. Yeah. <laughs> then yeah. it should be fine. The bar is always on the floor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like shipping if it remains lighthearted because mm-hmm. we've seen it go wrong a lot of times. But it's just, it's fun to look at as anti-capitalist as I am. (laughs) I actually really love, I really love going on Twitter every day and like clicking on the little hashtags that they're at. Yeah, for their events. The little events Mm -hmm. they go to. And I'm like, oh, this is like so cute. Yeah. And all the fan taking photos. It's fun. But Mm -hmm. when people take it too far, it's not as fun. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. So that's it for our episode this week. How did you get into BL? Leave a comment on YouTube or tag us on social media. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate, review, and follow us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Sharing this episode with your friends really helps us out. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode and see you next week. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.
I get like explosions there where I just when I do that I just need to talk. Yeah. Yeah. It's understandable. It's, it's a good thing we have this podcast. I have no <laughs> idea what I'm gonna talk about, but I will be talking. <laughs> I will be If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist-approved, so fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 